You're listening to episode 38 of the Creative Business Breakdown podcast. Welcome to the Creative Business Breakdown. We're your hosts, Rachel Rambach and Katie Cameron. We give you the 100% real behind the scenes scoop on being a business owner in a creative field. We're here to share our stories, let you in on the lessons we've learned, have some honest, no BS talks, and assure you that you are not alone on this often messy and sometimes difficult journey. Well, here we are. It's February. I know. We left off on the 97th day of January. Yes, we did. And somehow we're already halfway into February. (laughs) Whoops. I don't know how that happened, though. Um, We got together today, and it seems like this month has just flown so far. Last month dragged on forever and ever, and now we're like flying through February, and I have such mixed feelings on it. I know. It's a little overwhelming because now we have all of these things on our plate, all of these projects and ideas that are coming into fruition that we started in January, and now it's like, oh, we need to like do all the things to complete all of these projects and ideas. And somehow, even though the days are getting longer, like daylight-wise, they feel like they've been shorter. Yeah, I agree. Um, you and I were both talking about before we sat down to record this, how there's just been like little hiccups basically every day or big hiccups that have just kind of thrown a wrench into our grand plans for getting things done. I've been calling this month a comedy of errors so far Ooh. because that's what it feels like. It's just at this point, some of the things that have happened, I can only laugh like as much as they stress me out and throw off my entire day, Yeah, I can only laugh because that's the only way that I can cope with <laughs> the craziness. They do say like laughter is the best medicine. That's so right. At least you're coping somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> well, so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the ways that we're not only coping, but like helping ourselves stay positive and yeah. make it through this month feeling like we're doing a decent job taking care of ourselves and taking care of our family and the people that we love and doing our work too. Yeah, and I don't think we want to talk about like the little self-care things. No. Like you can go take a bubble bath. You can do a face mask. You can paint your nails, go get a massage. You can do all those things. And I'm sure you've heard like those ideas for self-care on repeat from everyone. Um, But I think what we want to talk about is some of like the more practical ways that we are taking care of ourselves every day. Not just like the special things. Right, but just the things that are infused mm-hmm. into our routine, into our daily lives. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the so... things that make us feel better. <laughs> so you start, Katie. Sure. Um, there's a word that's been coming up for me over the past week, um, and that's permission. Oh, I've been giving myself permission to do things without, like, without any of the guilt. So permission to take time off, permission to not do the work that I was planning on, permission to spend money on extra little things that I don't necessarily need, Um, permission to say no to people, just granting myself permission without guilt that is really smart (laughs) 
It is. It is because it feels like an active way yeah. of doing the things that you want to do. I I like that you mentioned it it gets rid of that guilt. Yeah. Because that is something that I struggle with. Even like over the weekend, Zach took Parker, my son, to a movie. And I had just put Mia down for a nap. And, mm-hmm. of course, I have this long list of all of the work that I need to get done. And instead of doing any of that, I just sat and read for, like, two hours. And for a minute, I felt guilty. And I was like, this yeah. is not the best way to spend these two hours on a Saturday afternoon. I should be doing all of these things. But then I thought to myself, you know what? This is going to make me happy. Yeah. This is going to bring me joy. This is going to lift me up with all the craziness that's been going on. So essentially I was giving myself permission. I just didn't put it into those words. But it's crazy how that can really completely shift the narrative. It really does though. Like just shifting the way that you're thinking about what you're doing. Because you, you could. You could read and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't get these 10 things accomplished and then feel really bad about the fact that you read. But instead, like, taking that time and really enjoying it and, again, giving yourself the permission to enjoy that time is so much more fueling. And it helps you to come back and then be more productive in that time off. Um, So, like, while I was gone, usually, like I said in our last podcast episode, I spend a day doing all of this work um, and catching up on my to-do list. But... Um, I woke up and I wasn't feeling great (laughs) from maybe a poor choice. Um, But when I started feeling better, I gave myself permission to enjoy a really, really long lunch with a friend and like get into some deep conversation that we haven't like gotten to before. So I got together with our friend Kat, who's with Music Therapy Ed. If you haven't checked her out, Go do. She's awesome. And we got we got lunch while I was on my trip. And then I was going to go back and work. But instead, I went on a long walk in San Diego. I walked like three and a half miles just for fun because I could. Nice. nice. And I gave myself permission to do that, knowing that I would come back and probably have to do all of the same things still, but that what I was doing and how I was spending my time was going to fuel me so that I felt better coming back. Yeah. And what I like about that is knowing from experience and from the past, all of those other things will get done eventually. You will fit them in if they are essential things that need to be done. But you're not necessarily going to last minute squeeze in a three and a half mile walk or a two-hour yeah. lunch with a friend that you haven't seen in a year. Right. So I think that's so important to actively prioritize those things and to not feel guilty about them. Right. I think that's the other big word, like permission and prioritizing. Mm-hmm. Like really listening to yourself and what you need so that you can make that a priority instead of like putting it on the back burner. That is not an easy thing to do. No. For us especially, we are therapists, we're helping professionals, (laughs) we're people who care a whole lot about everybody else. And I know that for me, I'm usually the last on my list. I'm thinking, okay, what do my coworkers need from me? What do my kids need from me? What does my husband need from me? What do the 600 people in my email inbox need from me? Exactly. So to put yourself 
first and to prioritize yourself and your own needs, it's it's a different way of thinking for us. It really is. And yeah, for some people, it probably is easier. But I think a lot of people who are listening to this and a lot of people like in our related fields will totally agree <laughs> that, I mean, even just getting in tune with what you need is hard because you're you're so externally focused on everyone else. Agreed. Yeah. So are there any other big things that you've been trying to do on a regular basis? Ooh, um, one of the things I've been doing is creating like small routines for myself. Oh, tell me about these routines. My, my one routine that is absolutely set in stone right now is my bedtime routine. Oh, okay. And I did not have one of these for a long time. And for anyone who's known me like most of my life, I've been a terrible sleeper. I've been an awful sleeper. Um, I wake up like all the time. I take hours to fall asleep sometimes. But since implementing a bedtime routine, like my sleep has improved by leaps and bounds. Like I'm actually falling asleep within like minutes now. What? Most nights. Most nights. And like staying asleep. It's crazy cool. So what are you doing for this routine? Okay, so I do your like typical stuff where I wash my face, I brush my teeth, I go to the bathroom twice. Um, (laughs) which is big because this sounds super personal, but it's fine. I tinkle before (laughs) I brush my teeth and wash my face. And then I have to go again afterwards because every time I go to lay down, I'm like, oh, I got to get up and use the bathroom again. And so do all that stuff. But then I have, um, an essential oil routine that I do now. So I use frankincense in my, um, what's it called? My moisturizer. on my face and not only is it great for my skin but it's like one of those relaxing soothing smells and I use lavender and I put peppermint on the back of my neck because it helps with my um like my tension headaches that I tend to get and so by creating that routine with smells and with what I'm putting on my skin and with how I'm getting ready for bed it's just putting me in the right mindset to sleep well and like preps my body for that Okay, so that yeah, that's amazing. So it's just the little like yeah. routine that I have every day, which means I have to travel with more stuff now, but right. I keep that routine no matter where I'm at. Well, and now you're in the routine of getting good sleep, right. and so your body just knows what to do. Right, that's exactly it. That is so cool. It's kind of the best. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. I've been sleeping much better. <laughs> That's huge for you. It really is, though. It, like, changes my life in the that. best way. Yeah. That is life-changing. How about you? So I was just telling Katie before we recorded this podcast that one of my goals, she already knows this, but you all don't know this, one of my big goals for 2019 is to start cooking more. Um, really just being able to have a, a collection of meals to pull from that I feel really comfortable cooking for my family that everybody will actually eat and that don't stress me out because that's always yeah. been a big stressor in my life is feeding my kids and then what do I eat and what do I make for my husband and myself. And this is something that I'm actually really following through on 
I've actively sought out recipes and tried lots of different things. I recently got an Instant Pot, which (laughs) I had been hearing rave reviews for like years. So I'm way behind the times on this. But finally, I decided, you know what, if this is going to help me to cook more often and to save time, which that's a big thing for me, especially at night when I'm dealing with the kids and not having a whole lot of time to prepare meals, then I'm just going to go for it. And so I've really been doing that. And I have found that lo and behold, I actually kind of enjoy cooking. Shock. I know. And <laughs> anybody that knows me knows that that's crazy. Just the other night, we were my whole family was together for my niece and nephew's birthday, and everybody was teasing me about, um, oh, I can't remember, but eating cereal, which, okay, that was like 10 years ago. I don't eat cereal at all anymore, but that used to be like my go-to meal. So they still tease me about that. Wait, that was like meals? Oh, yeah. Oh. I would eat cereal. There were days when I ate cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh. (laughs) So cooking's a big deal for you. (laughs) So cooking is a very big deal. And so now that's actually kind of a stress reliever for me. So yesterday I was very stressed out. I had a lot of things that I needed to get done. Not sure where to start. I just felt very overwhelmed. So I just started cooking. Like I cooked three different things. I made meals, separate meals, one for my kids and then one for my husband and I after they went to bed. And then at 10 o'clock at night I was baking which is just not me at all, <laughs> but it was all very cathartic. Yeah. Like, it helped me just kind of process my stress. It gave me an outlet. Right, right. And I actually felt better going to bed last night than I did most of the day. Well, and it's like one of those things that centers you it in does. a way. And it, like, breaks – it breaks kind of a mental cycle because when you have so many things to do – you kind of like start to perseverate and do this like cyclic thinking on it where yes. it's not helpful. And so it gives you this opportunity to just like think about something else. Right. And there's a very clear outcome to it. Right. And your hands are busy. Your mind is busy. It's just, yeah, it's very centering. That's a great word for it. I did that the other night um, when I was in the midst of a little bit of a breakdown. <laughs> like things were happening and it was not okay. And um, I was like, you know what? gonna step away I'm gonna take 30 minutes I'm gonna make dinner I'm just gonna I'm gonna do that and I think the other thing about it is food is literal fuel yeah for you so if you are hungry and then also frustrated like the level of hanger mm. exponentially grows oh, yeah so giving yourself that centering time plus actual literal fuel is so so important It is. That's, yeah, that's another great point. Well, and the other outcome that's a little bit unexpected, but it's a great kind of side effect, is that before I was really actively making these meals, I would just kind of eat something while my kids were eating, and then my husband would get home later, and he'd maybe eat something, or we'd both, like, grab something and kind of do our own thing while we're eating. But now we've got this meal to sit down to and eat together, which that did not happen regularly up until the last couple of weeks. So now we've got this time where we're really able to connect and have a conversation. And so that's been really nice too. Yeah, like creating those moments with those people. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. And, you know, the other – one of the other thing is like 
some meals just bring me joy and because they're just so good and you feel so accomplished and then they just taste better mm-hmm. oh so good and then you share them with people you love too so yeah yeah i don't know there's a lot of really good stuff of, around food so if you can find the joy in those moments it's so funny because I never thought about any of this when I set that goal for myself. I was just thinking, I want to eat healthier. I want to be more skilled and knowledgeable in the kitchen. The end. But it's kind of yielded all of these yeah. really great results. And I'm excited to build on that. It's crazy when the like mantras and goals that we set out for ourselves make bigger changes than we anticipate. <sighs> it's magical. Yeah. I love it. And even if we're not like putting 100% effort into those things, even a little progress makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you got to start somewhere. Just start and try something and see where it takes you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. (laughs) There's so many good things that like, there's simple things, simple things that you can do for yourself that build you up, that you can make part of your every day and part of your routine you know one of the things you brought up was the people Mm -hmm. and that's a big one for me that's something that I've been doing more of you know we're in February the month of love Mm -hmm. (laughs) Valentine's Day is just around the corner for us (laughs) um and while I'm not like a big Valentine's person um one other thing I've been doing for myself is trying to be more vulnerable and share more with the people who are in my corner and who I know will support me no matter what. Um, So, you know, when I'm thinking about someone, I've been sending them a message. I have been saying, hey, I'm sorry we haven't gotten together recently. Let's do that. Let's make time for that. Hey, I really value your friendship and you should just know that. Hey, I really love, you know, our business partnership here. I'm so grateful for that. And just sharing more of those, like, positive moments has helped to also build me up and those are small things that don't take any time Mm -mm. but that have such a big impact on the person on the receiving end yeah yeah that's great I like that a lot there are just those little things like the the little itty bitty everyday actions that you can take that aren't like again spending an hour in a bubble bath or (laughs) or like getting a pedicure right those things are great. Those things are awesome. And yes, you should do those. But there are ways that you can still take care of yourself in your everyday actions and continue to build yourself up and support yourself. So if this wasn't enough and you're still looking for more, be sure to check out our MTCEO project. In this month's subscription, we shared tons of ideas on how to take care of yourself and some fun stuff too for like self-care and even a self-care like tracker. Yeah. And we also shared some really practical ways to take care of your business. That's something that, that (laughs) is a part of us. And as, as you know, as a business owner, that's a big part of you too. So if you're taking care of your business, that's likely to help you feel better about your life in general. So it's absolutely a lot of really valuable materials. So check it out. It's on our website, creativebusinessbreakdown.com. In the meantime, check in with us. Find us on Instagram, on Facebook, or send us a message. Uh, 
info at musictherapyconnections.org. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you're doing to take care of yourself, whether it is the practical or the more fun self-care ideas that are just one-offs. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Creative Business Breakdown Podcast. For more episodes and more from us, you can check out our website, creativebusinessbreakdown.com. You can also follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Creative Business Breakdown.